Welcome to Swanglinese, the only podcast talking the language of business here in the Middle East. Your hosts, Barry Lee Cummings and Oscar Andermo, give you their own insights, as well as interviewing business leaders in the region to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. Barry, Oscar, let's talk Swanglinese. Hello and welcome to an episode of Swanglinese. This week we are joined by Ahmed and Olivia, uh, the owners and founders and just about everything else under the roof for HelloChef.me. And this week we're going to be having a chat about their business, their business journey and some lessons they've learned along the way and uh, some advice that they might have. So welcome to the podcast, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us. Oscar's here by my side. Uh, and I guess what we try, try to do uh, every time is to just start at the beginning and perhaps um, if you could both give us an insight into what you were doing before Hello Chef and how Hello Chef came about. Um, well, I was actually on maternity leave and I had a deadline on whether I'm going to go back to what I used to do or not. Um, I, uh, I worked for Ernest & Young for many years, EY, in London and in Bahrain. And meanwhile, we'd moved here and I went back between the two kids. And then when I had the second one, I thought, ooh, um, it's not that I don't mind going back to work. I wanted to go back to work. For sure, I wanted to get out of the house and work. <laughs> so that was clear, yeah. but uh, but I wanted to do something that was um, maybe a little bit more meaningful, that I was much more passionate about compared to just working on big projects for unknown factors and unknown teams and and so forth. So uh, food was always my passion, and and when I met Ahmed, I on on our second date, I uh, I already made him cook. <laughs> yeah, very good. You made him cook. <laughs> Passed the child. Yeah, yeah, good. So so at the time, my idea. And always it, it was about the concept of making cooking really easy for people and really encourage people to, to you know, overcome that barrier that it's not that complicated to cook good food at home. And so that was what our date was about, but that was always also in the back of my mind. So I started thinking whether it's a restaurant, whether it's a bistro, but then we had, you know, limited capital but also like we wanted to uh, have a look at making something more modern or doing something more modern and Ahmed was really keen on on trying to push me to have an e-commerce business at the time he he was full-time on his own business so I said okay this is what I could come up you know I came across with similar concepts in the states mostly at the time I watched an episode of Shark Tank where a similar company went in and pitched and they got the funding and 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 it they you know when their story started from there so so that's how Hello Chef came about. Right. And then, then I called my boss and said, I'm not coming. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. And actually, this is a question uh, that, that we tried to ask. How long was it from having the idea and after that date and so forth, from having the idea for Hello Chef and actually telling your boss, I'm not coming in again? What was the time period? It wasn't very long, to be honest, because we, we'd been thinking about it for the whole summer, yeah. maybe June, July, and then in August, I decided uh, that, was uh, that was it. And so I think my resignation was on the 1st of September. Right. Okay. Came through, yeah. So it's a pretty quick action from idea to, yep, we're going to do this yeah. and out the door. Awesome. And I think that's something that a lot of um, entrepreneurs, they, they, they or would be entrepreneurs rather, they have an idea and then it's sort of another month, another month, another month, another month. And then before they know it, 12 months, 18 months has gone past still in the full-time job, doing a little bit here and there, and, uh, and then suddenly two years has gone mm -hmm. past and uh, nothing's really been done. Uh, we, we say this a couple of times in terms of 
when's the best time to do it? And if you're thinking about it, then the best time is now. Yeah, and, you know, absolutely. start doing the work. Yeah, um, just jump in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so from, from that idea, you, you said you did the research, you know, how, how lengthy, uh, how in-depth did you go in terms of the research phase into finding a model that you wanted to, um, uh, you know, utilize <laughs> well we did do something or I, I started doing something very different first so I started hello chef and and um, I started doing um, I, I found a partner in a restaurant and we started doing really everything extremely prepped so your tomatoes would be cut for you and your onions and and I did videos so I, I, I did I think about 35 recipes on video that we edited for about two to five minutes right. on how to cook those and and we do more or less on demand delivery uh, out of uh, out of the uh, uh, Jumeirah village circle so we're kind mm -hmm. of like within 15 kilometers from there uh, delivery everywhere and uh, so we started doing that but um, there was lots of challenges in that a lot of food challenges a lot of uh, how they how do you pack things how you they, they stay good how they stay fresh it was extremely work um, you know intense for me to do the videos and and in general it wasn't really uh, I didn't know how to market the product because it was a little bit for everybody mm -hmm. so it's a bit too broad and um, and then I think I started I launched that really in March 2015 and in July August I decided we went to an Anthony Robbins uh, business mastery seminar oh, nice. and I came back uh, fired out of my <laughs> brains and I said okay I need to do something different and I think Ahmed was pushing me and said you can do it you can do it and then I think within a week that I was back, I'd scrapped the old idea and I had sold three packages of a new product and typed out the recipes and it just started off like that. Great, excellent. Massive action. So Ahmed, what was your involvement? Were you involved from the beginning or how did you...? Yeah, I, I, I think I, how I was involved mainly was just more as a... Yeah, just as a yeah, just somebody to talk to and and uh, bounce ideas off of. I thought that the idea was great, and I knew the passion was there. Um, and, and I've since, as Olivia said, uh, since day one when I met her, I I, I noticed that there's a, a real passion uh, for food. Um, my my involvement was uh, I was a I was a consultant. I spent a little bit of time with her, and uh, found that I was just really really drawn to the business myself and I started getting more and more and more interested mm -hmm. and then I started telling myself listen I'm a consultant I, and I have a business and I have clients and the money is you know uh, there so I uh, you know stop doing this and then at one point I just realized how uh, that my own passion was like shifting yeah. mm -hmm. and uh, so I, I, we, I basically made that decision uh, um, Probably about December. Yeah, December, which was about uh, four or five months after we probably about four months after we started selling our, let's say, our the, the product that we we currently sell. Right, okay. And uh, as soon as I jumped in, I just got even more and more excited. Yeah. You know, I, food excites me for sure, uh, um, and I, I have a certain level of passion. I can't match it to yeah. Olivia's level of passion. I get a lot of inspiration from her uh, passion for food but I think for me it's just the amount of things you can do with food and the amount of um, the story behind food and the way that food is treated is, is an important thing yeah, yeah. Who, who's the boss 
<laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, how do you divide these things? Because uh, I mean, Barry, you as well, you work together with, uh, like, mind you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I would say the bu- the buck stops with Olivia for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you know, at, at the end of the day, it's her it's her business. Uh, I, I'm just here to as a consultant. To, yeah, to en- <laughs> as a consultant and to jo- enjoy the ride, I guess. Yeah. But did you do, like uh, define anything of this before, like like guidelines? Okay. We or, we did like after eight o'clock we don't talk business at home or did anything like this. It is an we try concept, yeah. Yeah. working with your other half yeah. and how you manage that with family as well. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So we do have some rules. Sometimes we break them. Um, mm-hmm. So outside, we we try not uh, to to discuss after certain hours or when we're with the kids mm-hmm. or um, that sort of thing. Sometimes we it doesn't work, but. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. uh, for the most part, I think we do, and we're actually um, trying to get. We're, we're actually spending a little bit more time. We're meeting somebody uh, very soon to help us kind of align how we how we work together and, mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it was an interesting dynamic. Then, yeah. Uh, husband, wife, and or partner <laughs> is working yeah. in there because it is, it, especially when it is a small business to start with. Because then you are living and breathing in each other's pockets, and some you know, there's, sometimes there's just no a part-time so it'll be interesting actually perhaps to talk to you after you've had this chat with whoever you're talking to about where do we do the divide and, and whatnot yeah. but I also think that it, it's an amazing experience to be able to work on something with your other half when they're so passionate and turn it into something that's successful and contribute in any way that you can with yeah. your skill set yeah. and, and then support from, from that side of things. So yeah I would agree yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one thing that we've been discussing on previous episodes is this thing about passion like should your business be a passion and then find mo- models to make money on it? Because some, some we find sometimes entrepreneurs only go with the passion and they forget to ask the market what they really need. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm really passionate about a very small Filipino martial art and not many people are interested in that, so I don't make a business out of it. So this balance between your passion and finding something out in the market that people are willing to pay for, mm-hmm. like, how did you balance that? I think the I think that comes easy because I have the passion and Ahmed has the uh, he, he he's 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 sort of like uh, more um, you know devil's advocate and lots of things and and he suggests research and then we end up doing research together but uh, before because I've got lots of ideas Ahmed has lots of ideas too but I have lots of ideas on the food and on the product and so forth and so he's like oh like let's calm down let's have a look at it let's write it down let's see who needs it who wants it does it fit with everything else um, so I think if I was in business on my own I'd probably have 16 different products by now and <laughs> sleeping one hour a night and trying to figure out how to hold everything together <laughs> trying to please everyone <laughs> So in its in its instance at the moment, what is tell us a little bit about Hello Chef? What is that product that you're you know your core product at the moment? So really, the the core product is trying to make people's and especially parents and busy professional couples their lives easier with healthy, tasty, home-cooked food and give them that opportunity to um, to sort of create something uh, good out of food. But it's not really about the food. It's really about, one, the con- convenience that comes with the fact that you don't have to think about you know what to cook where to go and buy it when to go and buy it and then there's create that sort of atmosphere in the home around uh, the, the respect is so different 
towards home cooked food mm-hmm. than takeaway. Yeah. And so it's it's to create that moment. And so really the the product is simple. It's a bag. And it has four little bags inside for four different dinners. And in those bags, you'll have everything you need for dinner number one, dinner number two, dinner number three, whether it's fish, chicken, meat, vegetables, rice, spices, sauces, everything, and a printed recipe card uh, with a phone number to me in case. <laughs> in case uh, there's an she emergency in the kitchen. Of, she gets a lot of calls, actually, yeah. for advice yeah. on, on how to cook certain things. There's customers that, uh, you know, there's lots of pro customers. They just, you know, they do their own thing. They use the recipe cards, you know, if they need to. And then there's also lots of uh, really wonderful customers that are, you know, cooking for the first time or learning how to cook and, and, and asking lots of yeah. questions. and. So, nice. so this this really solve what we're trying to solve is a number of kind of problems that a lot of people didn't realize that they had. Mm-hmm. So uh, obviously one is the the meal planning and um, going and getting the food, which is the obvious thing. Yeah. But then there are others such as the fact that about thirty percent of food uh, that's bought in the home is actually thrown away. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's the, the reason, uh, there's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, managing food and fridges and, and, and in the kitchen is, a, is one thing, but there's also um, overbuying when mm-hmm. you go to a supermarket. Um, and then there's the other thing where uh, people kind of get bored of cooking the same meal all the time. So uh, what we try to do is change our, re- we, n- we don't have the same recipes every week. So every week they change. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it keeps people kind of excited and gets them to build up a new kind of repertoire uh, in the kitchen uh, and get them out of their comfort zone. Yeah. So it's a monthly subscription or how, like, or can you buy one week? Or? It's really, a, uh, we call it like a regular service. So you subscribe and you get it every week but you can stop, you can pause any week, mm-hmm. you can skip any week, so mm-hmm. it's ongoing. But uh, and, and it's, it's fully like flexible, so there's no commitment, basically. Yeah. You, can, you pay weekly. Anyway, yeah, you pay, you pay weekly. weekly. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's no upfront, uh, yeah. there's no cancellation yeah. charge. There's so the menus will come up on the weekend on the website or something? Like yeah, that? yeah. yeah. Every, every week. Um, so they change, they change every week, and what we're working towards is, is having them uh, well in advance so people can plan their weeks yeah. so they, they you have your own account and you can check when you get, if you're traveling you can you know skip particular weeks and do all of that kind of stuff so that's already up there and, and that that works when I was uh, when I grew up my father had a lunch restaurant in Sweden and they changed the menu every week and so I remember this every Saturday Sunday the stress of oh next week's menu yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. We, it sounds familiar. <laughs> it takes a lot of creativity. It takes a lot of creativity. And I've been really, um, like, I, I did it for a long time on my own. And then we, we decided we need to have some help, some, some outside help. So we were really lucky. We found someone who was in between jobs. And he was a, he's a development chef. Uh, in very reputable companies and worked in Michelin stars and so forth and and he just I think he just fell in love with the concept Mm -hmm. and while he was doing nothing and waiting for his visas and everything he just uh, he worked with us and he he worked with me like a dog in the kitchen because the AC in the kitchen wasn't even working and then we did like (laughs) 10 hour uh, days and just we just came up with recipes and we cooked and cooked and cooked and cooked like 16 meals a day uh, different meals a day so you have to plan what it is and how it comes easiest and everything is about half an hour so there's a lot of like little things like that that make it even more complicated in figuring out you know what the meals are because 
metrics and, and things. And, and I think that's really the heart of the, the, the business. Uh, if, if there's a beating heart besides the passion, uh, it's also, you know, making sure that you have really good recipes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, getting good food is, is always a challenge, particularly in the UAE, because yeah. so much of it is imported. But um, I think once you've got your suppliers that to keep people excited, it's really about the recipes. Definitely. And I think that the concept is brilliant. I, I run another not-for-profit called Beat the Cyberbully, which is a, 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 an initiative we go into schools, we talk to children, teachers and parents about cyber safety, cyberbullying and online reputation. And our New Year's resolution for this year was about um, going back to having and making time for a family dinner, sitting around a table with food, preferably home-cooked food, and again, everybody's so busy, so if it has to be, then you can order something, but make time to sit down together as a family unit yeah. because we're losing that or we Absolutely. have lost it. Yeah. And because we don't have that opportunity anymore, we don't talk to our children mm-hmm. and they don't get an opportunity to talk to us because one's on their iPad, one's watching TV, yeah. we're running around doing mm-hmm. things. And I think it's so important to have that if you can just make one hour and if you're able to then you know, facilitate making a lovely home-cooked meal as well. It's, it's brilliant, yeah. it's absolutely yeah. spot on and so required, especially in this region where we're all 17, 18 hour days and kids have got to get from one school to ballet, to gymnastics, to football, to yeah. bed, <laughs> to get yeah. up the next day and move yeah. on. It just makes such yeah. a big difference. And turn off the technology while you do it. You know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really important. But I think that's because that's really the story what, what Hello Chef is about. Because I grew up always with these, you know, home cooked dinners at home, even if I had both parents were working. And and that was the most important part. And it became a bit like a community house because my friends in, in, in Finland, they tended to eat much earlier. So they would eat around 4.35 o'clock as soon as parents got home and everybody would just like take something and, and, and it was a non-event. It mm-hmm. was just like food. Mm-hmm. And then they would come to my house. My mom's French. And so even if she worked, there was always a, more or less a three-course dinner. But it was always we put the candles on, we put some music, we, I folded napkins. Like it wasn't, it was just chicken and rice, but it, it, you know, it was still a big event. And so my friends used to say, oh, let's, let's all go to Olivia's house tonight. <laughs> let's see what's for dinner. And so we'd always add two, three more plates. And my, my parents used to love it because it was the way that they knew who my friends were yeah. and, you know, what we were talking about. And so that was... I've, I've attended eight-hour dinners with her family eight <laughs> for eight hours on a table. Yeah, I think that's the French uh, side. Serious business. Well, from that side of things, obviously there's been a, a, a deep-seated love of food for, from, from a young age. And one of the things that we want to try and do with this podcast is pass on some advice as well. So you've chosen uh, quite a competitive niche to go into in terms of the food industry, especially here in the UAE. What's the, the biggest learning, I guess, the biggest learning point that you've had on this journey so far that you would share with any other aspiring entrepreneur that's thinking about starting a food-related business restaurant, anything within that? What was that lesson that you would say, please don't do this, or this was awesome, or what, what's the biggest learning point that you'd like to share? I, I, would, I would say there's a, there's a couple of things. One is just to keep things absolutely simple. Um, the more complicated you make it, the more difficult it, it, it is to, to succeed. And um, especially if you're launching a new kind of business, uh, a business, uh, let's say, for in, in technology, for example, um, find the, the kind of people that are uh, not happy with the status quo and see if they're interested and start from there and don't try to please everybody mm-hmm. um, is the second piece of advice I'd, I'd have. I know it, you, you can um, 
you can focus on a lot of different segments in the food industry everybody needs food mm -hmm. so you know we could focus on a whole bunch of different segments from uh, retail you know if we wanted to or um, you know there's there's so many different kinds of things that we could do and and I think those are the two major learnings I had read about them before I said that makes sense and I'll keep that in mind but once you experience them it's it's a different thing and it's a different kind of learning yeah absolutely yeah it seems to be the way as well that you even from a consultant's perspective as well, when people don't like to be told, they have to physically burn mm. their fingers before they realize it's hot. Yeah. Yeah. Children, yeah. <laughs> don't touch it, it's hot. Okay, the first thing they do is touch it. I advise you not to do that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no problem. And I'm going to do it anyway. But it, it is such a difference when it does happen to you. So yeah. that's great. And then I think that's why it's important to have like mentors and coaches and also listen to podcasts like this with other entrepreneurs. Absolutely. <laughs> that in, you yeah. Know, like, yeah. Listen to their podcasts. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, to learn from others that have been there. You know. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah, I mean, is it, from that, that, those are two very valid points. And is there anything from the let's say the passion side of the business that you would you would want to advise anybody on because this is what we want to help people not make the same mistakes or learn a little bit more from from our experience really so from the doing the the cooking and all of that side of things what would you say to any aspiring business owner well food is extremely complicated nowadays like uh, that's the first thing before it was simple it was it was just food but now everybody has an opinion on what is healthy like there's different variations of what's healthy yeah. and what's the kind of food you should eat so I think you know when once you do your research and then go with what you decide because every single person is going to have a different view on what you should be doing and you need to you know do paleo you need to do lactose free you need to do this and there's so many of complications that you can't like Ahmed was saying you can't do all of them at once and the other thing is that we are learning now is the suppliers and it, it's really to um, be really good team members with your suppliers and know them and uh, you be friends with them and help them grow their business help them yeah. with their business they will then become much more you know, um, in tune with your business, they'll they'll take the time to really understand what is it that you want, what's the quality. So that will, at some point, reduce a lot of pressure from you, yeah. because you know that you can trust them. But I think here you'll, I'm sure that most people will constantly say that it's a struggle to get good produce and it's a struggle to get those relationships. And so I think we also are still struggling a little bit and struggled a lot in the past. But I think we're in a much better place and we've taken a lot of time to to research, to try, to get friendly, um, to investigate their business, go and see their business, be part of the process. So it, it's time consuming, but I think it's worth it. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's a, another valid point about um, time. A lot of people are in the corporate world looking at starting their own thing, thinking that they're going to work less and earn more and have the freedom and so forth. But actually, and I think probably everyone we talk to attests to this, is it's kind of the reverse uh, in terms of what you're putting into it to make it work. So um, with that in mind, you're obviously doing exceptionally well at the moment and, and growing. What's in the future for Hello Chef? What are the next steps in terms of what have you got planned um, Product-wise, expansion-wise, what, what's, what's Hello Chef going to do over the next 12, 24 months? Um, I, I, there's a lot going on. <laughs> there's, a, there's so many ideas that we've got that we are just trying to 
prioritize them and look at where's the what's going to make the most the most impact. Mm -hmm. So um, we've got uh, new uh, um, uh, timings for delivery is one thing that's going to um, give our customers a little bit more option. We've got more uh, products that we're going to be launching as well. Um, we've got more uh, marketing uh, strategies that we're going to be launching after the summer, particularly yeah. that we're uh, excited about. We're actually doing some 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 cool stuff right now that we're we're pretty excited about too. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of things that I think one thing that a customer could uh, be excited about is the fact that they'll probably have more choice right. as well on products, timings, um, and uh, probably a, a few more premium products as right. well. Okay. Very interesting, very interesting. Watch this space <laughs> yeah. in terms of what's coming out. Uh, the summer is always a good time for a lot of businesses on the ground here, especially things tend to slow down a little bit, so it's that time where you can focus inside the business and yeah. get working on all these. Because I think another thing that lots of entrepreneurs, um, I say suffer, but it's not the right word, is, is ideas. There's Once you start doing something, there's a million ideas that can come to you that you think, and then I think you have to prioritize which one are we actually going to work on? Which one is going to do us well? And which one are our customers going to yeah. understand and, and appreciate from that side of things? So it's yeah. going to be an interesting summer for you guys, for sure. Yeah. Um, Oscar? Anything, no, anything? What's the website if they want to find out more? Uh, it's hellochef.me. .me, excellent. Okay, perfect. Well, uh, thank you very much for your time, guys. Uh, time has flown. As we said, we try and keep our episodes quite short and sweet for the much shorter commute here in, in the UAE. Thank you very much for your time today. And as I said, if anyone wants to go online and have a look, it's hellochef.me. Here at uh, Swanglenese, this is a community podcast, so we're always uh, looking to give back to the community. If anybody out there listening has any recommendations for people they would like us to talk to, then please send that information to us on wishlist at swanglenese.rocks. And we will see you on another episode. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Swanglinese with your hosts, Barry Lee Cummings and Oscar Endermo. We'll catch you next time.